Hello and welcome back to Witch Bitch Tarot Podcast. I am your host, Kristen. If you are new here, welcome. I do have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I am not for you. I'm not your reader. I'm not your guide. I cannot help you where you are at in your journey today. That does not mean it cannot change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I have a special guest here with us for this episode, and I'm so freaking excited, but the crystal plug is in the building. Crystal Pisces Studio uh, is present, and I am honored to have her here. Um are you there, Marley? <laughs> Hello, I am. Hello, how are you? I'm so excited for this. Listen, I've been excited since we talked about it. You have no idea. I'm like blushing and like, yes, I'm so excited. It's truly an honor for me to be here with you. I love you. You have no idea, but now you do. (laughs) (laughs) I got some questions for you from the people for the people. I got some for me. Um, We got a whole bunch. and This is going to be a great episode. I can't stop smiling. I know you guys can probably hear me smiling right now. Um, So I'm ready. How did we meet? Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, I was actually browsing on TikTok one day, I think it was during the day and I came across your, um, your video and I was like, yo, she's dope. And I followed you. And then maybe like five minutes after you followed me or I followed you, you followed me. But then when I went to go look at the page, I was like, this is not her because I remembered how many followers you had and I saw how many followers this page had. And so then I felt like it was my duty to let you know. So I hopped, we weren't friends on on TikTok. You know, you have to be friends with somebody to instant, to message them. So I hopped my butt over to Instagram. I found you on Instagram and I sent you a PM like, yo, I know you've worked hard on your following and your content, just an FYI, this is a fake page. And I think after that, I want to say you followed me, right? Yes. Yeah, so then you followed me and we just been... You've been helping me heal and grow and get crystals <laughs> up. I see, when I always like recall this, the... um of our the recall the times of our meetings I'm always like yeah like I just I went and like I forgot I found her and like I've always I followed her but like I just one day I was drawn to go into her live and it was I think it was around the time that's why I don't remember like you reaching out to me via dm is because around this time is when my page really started blowing up and like Mm -hmm. everybody was like yo there's a scammer you got scammers I was getting hundreds of dms a day so it's like 
that part I'm like oh damn like that that did happen because you told me the other day and I was like oh yeah yeah like I just remembered being like one day like I remember like oh like I remember following you because I was like damn she got some good crystals but I would never go into your live and then one day I was like let me go in here and then it was a wrap yeah it was a wrap what got you in to be in the slinging the crystals dealing the crystals you're my new uh you know you're my new plug you know I used to have new plug plugs back in the day but (laughs) I only really need a crystal plug so what what got you on this journey to help heal the collective through the crystals that you find and that you offer and what to us getting here where we're at right now okay so i hope you have a minute because it's going to be a minute and i'm just playing (laughs) but um it actually started when i was a little girl so and this is actually something that spirit actually gave to me like a couple of months ago was i remember being a little girl i'm from phoenix arizona and if you know anything about the phoenix landscape it's nothing but rocks so I remember there was this one particular evening I was at home. I was outside because I was an outdoors kid. And I remember having a tackle box and I was sitting outside on the ledge and I was picking up rocks off the ground and my invisible audience that I was sitting in front of, I was explaining to them what this rock is, what it does. Like I was like going into <laughs> details about these rocks, et cetera, et cetera. And I had that box for years. And it wasn't until um, I moved to Atlanta that I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this box. And I got rid of that box full of the rocks. They weren't crystals. They were legitimate rocks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And I got rid of that. But then um, fast forward, I'm in my 20s at this point in my journey. And um, I met this wonderful lady and She was just telling me about how she had an encounter with this lady and she um, went to this crystal place. So I went to this, the first crystal store that I went to was in Atlanta and I immediately fell in love with it. And from there, I just was like, I got to have it. And my source of peace always came from my crystals and it, it was me going and sourcing the crystals. It was me like, creating a whole vibe in my head when I would go and find my crystals because I'd go in into any crystal store, metaphysical store. I have my headphones in because I don't want to talk to none of y'all. I don't want to talk to nobody. I have my headphones in. So I'm listening to music. I'm vibing out and I'm talking to spirit, walking me through like what crystals I needed for this point in time, et cetera, et cetera. So fast forward 2020, what one I um, was led again to, um, not again, but led to start sourcing, you know, crystals to actually heal people and to, you know, um, sell it for crystal Pisces. And, you know, all of the triggers, all of the unsureties, all that crap comes up. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I'm super protective, like over my crystal journey, I'm super protective of my energy. I'm super protective of like what I do for my spiritual practices. I'm like, are you sure? 
And the answer I kept getting was, yes, 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 you have to do this. And so everything just started to fall in place very seamlessly um, for me, like finding the crystals, finding like suppliers, um, every like even the huge Tucson gemstone show. I happened to be in town when it happened. It just happened so seamlessly. It was almost like the stars aligned and the universe was like, yes, and here you go. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> even to this day I will say when I want to give up or when I want to be like oh I should go and get a regular nine to five and have that security spirit is like have you lost your mind let me just let me just bless you with this you remember your purpose and you remember your why you're doing this I think all of us that start our own businesses have those moments. Like I had one of those moments the other day when I'm like, girl, mm. I can get you a job. And then I'm like, hell no. Hell <laughs> right? No. right? You, you said something and I feel some type of way when people say this to me. And I, But I want to know how you feel when people call your crystals like rocks. Like, oh, what rocks you got today? <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Because for me, I'm like, bitch they rocks <laughs> well our rock yeah. rocks like yeah you know I don't get offended and I don't get offended because I feel like people come from a place of their own personal understanding and when you have when you have a deeper relationship with something and for me it's crystals and I've had experience with them they're not rocks to me, they're crystals. But when someone hasn't had those same experiences that I've had and they refer to them as rocks, I can only assume like you haven't seen the magic behind them. So you have no reverence or you have no respect for them yet. So it's my duty to inform you and to let you know exactly what it is that I'm doing. So that way you really become to understand why I love crystals so much. Yes. I need to start I need to start doing that because I'm like they're not rocks I get so angry I'm like don't call yeah. rocks. but you're right it's like okay if you think this is a rock let me tell you exactly and then you know what have this one and I want you to do this x y and z with this and then you tell me in about two weeks how you feel and then we'll go from there yes do you feel that um with the work that you do and the healing that you do, like I, I consider myself as a form of a doctor. That's why I say I practice tarot. I practice spirituality yeah. because it's like, here, take this, take this crystal and see me in two weeks. Like <laughs> tell me how you feel. I mean, that is for me. I'm like, I'm just a girl who love crystals and it didn't dawn on me until maybe a couple of weeks ago that I'm a healer. And it's such, it's so, uh, you know, when I think about healer, I think of like, you know, the medicine woman in the middle of the forest with all her herbs and her spices. And she has this massive apothecary and she's just, you know, out here healing the masses and, you know, doing things that um, she is being divinely guided to. I never looked at myself like that. I, I looked at it as I'm just sharing my passion with what I love and what's helped me through a lot of trying times and situations. I'm just 
you know, I'm just sharing that with the world. So for me to hear like, how do you feel about being a healer? I'm like, oh my God, a what? <laughs> me? A me? healer? A what? <laughs> that is not, you know, you're like, that's not synonymous with my name. But, you know, I'm like getting more comfortable with the idea of like, I am a healer and um, accepting my role in this this time frame on earth that, you know, my, I've come here to heal people and to heal timelines and to heal you know past live issues all that stuff you know what I'm saying um so yeah that's <laughs> like I think you are a healer and I, I don't think you um know the extent of what you offer as a healer um I got one of your rose quartz pyramids I have multiple of your oh, yeah but um one of the rose quartz pyramids I gave to somebody that was going, mm -hmm. they were going through it. They just um, kind of disconnected from energies or people that didn't serve them that they were attached to for a long time. And I gave them this pyramid. I didn't even tell them anything. And I gave it to her and she just started crying. And she was like, Oh, oh my God, this makes everything makes so much sense. And she was like, I, and like the things that she was saying and the, what she was affirming to herself and I literally just handed her the mm -hmm. pyramid yeah and yeah. I didn't say anything I didn't tell her what it was for yeah and I was just like yes like th like that's seeing things um or seeing scenarios play out like that giving somebody either a message or a crystal or anything mm -hmm. for their spiritual internal healing and seeing the result like you're a healer like so you better <laughs> add that you better add it to your resume whoop, whoop. I'm gonna put it <laughs> a bolt on the top because that is the biggest job that I have is a healer <laughs> hey. that's crazy and like I love hearing stories like that just simply because it 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 lets me know that not only that I'm doing, I'm in the right field, but I'm doing the right thing, you know, because there's a lot of people who are naysayers who don't believe and that's fine. You're entitled to believe whatever it is you want to believe, but don't try to discredit what I'm doing because you, your lack of belief and your lack of faith. Mm, um, but I, I love hearing that because I know there was a point in time um, I was talking to one of my mentors and the one thing that she said to me, which is like real early in my crystal business, she was like, you do something to the crystals energetically and you don't even realize that you're doing it. And I said, I do. <laughs> I was like, so like, what am I doing to the crystals? Because I'm not doing anything to them. I'm just loving on them. And she's like, it's something that you do innately. And that's why you were brought here or you were sent here to work with the crystals and I was just I was dumbfounded and that turned into a whole rabbit hole but I love to hear that because it affirms to me that what she said to me was like valid and true because I don't do anything to it because you guys know I I tell you I don't program tr crystals that's not my job to program your crystals that's your job to program your crystals you know what I mean so I uh -huh. love that I, explain for those that don't know what does that mean when we talk about programming our crystals yeah so programming your crystals are if you don't program your crystals 
I'm going to say this word and I'm going to say it because I feel like this is the best way for me to describe it, right? When you don't program your crystals, you just have a rock. Not saying that the energy is not there in the crystal. The crystal has no idea what its job is in reference to you. So it's just kind of stagnant. The moment that you program your crystal with an intention, whether it be for abundance or prosperity or love or confidence, whatever it is that you need that particular crystal for, the moment that you program that crystal, that crystal now has a job. And now it is its duty to do its job because that's the love that it radiates out for you. So when I say program, that's what I mean by programming it. Yes. Because a lot of times when we look at crystals and we look up the meanings and like their healing properties or just their properties in general, there there's a plethora of lists. And for those people oh, that yeah. are my daily ones and I read off, this is my crystal of the day and X, 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 X. And I read off the list of all of the properties. That's mm-hmm. like one of the many things that you can harness from this crystal. But like you said, we have to program them. Like I have multiple flower agate because you know I love me some flower you of all people know I know you do <laughs> that I love <laughs> agate. but each one of my pieces no matter how large or how small um they have I harness a different energy I programmed it different to help me through what I'm going through or to help me with the intention of that day or what I set for it yeah. um we can talk about flower agate all day long, but that's not why we're here. Right. And love me some flower agate. And the thing that I I always, or disclaimer that I like to say to you guys or clients about, you know, when you're programming, there is no wrong and there is no right way. Set the intention and then move on. It already know. It already knows what it, what it, you know why I'm here. Like, like, <laughs> like in my mind, I can hear the crystal saying that, like, you know why I'm here. You just give me the job and I got you. You just got to give them the job and then move on and don't harbor on it. Oh, am I going to do it right? Am I doing it wrong? What? Just do it. Just do it. Just be. <laughs> just, yeah, man, just do it and just be. Does having yeah. multiple and a plethora of crystals, even though you're not programming them, does that affect your space? Or like when you step into your room of inventory or your studio, um, like mm-hmm. how do you feel with the mass amount of crystal? Because I know when I see, I used to get blue packages because I used to get smaller orders, but now I get boxes. <laughs> so like I used to be super excited when I saw the um, delivery person rolling up with my blue package but now I get mm-hmm. boxes and I'm like okay where's my box at but I know for me like when I even pick up the box and I start opening it like I feel the energy so for you with having that mass inventory as a healer how mm-hmm. how does it affect your space or like how do you feel in that space honestly I I'm very, okay, I know I said earlier that I'm very protective of my energy and of the space. I'm also very protective of my crystals energy as well. So I only step foot into my studio if I am aligned, if I am ready to be in that space, if I am having a week or a day, I will not step foot into my studio for the simple fact that I'm like, 
they don't deserve all that bullshit that I'm about to bring up. (laughs) You know, so as far as like them interacting with me, I feel like I've, I have this barrier, almost like a border around me in my auric field that I, they don't affect me like that. It only starts to affect me when I start fiddling with them, like messing with them, picking them up or, you know, doing something, especially when I'm dealing with tech types. Um, I try not to mess with the tech types because uh, I really feel their energy. But for the most part, I do have a nice protective border over me. So I don't get flushed with a lot of energy um, once I'm like in that in, in my studio that I have. So it's real chill. You know, most people who come to my house, the first place they want to go is the studio. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what, what? No, but you know, it, I I let certain people in there whose energy is like cool, calm, and collective, filmatic. You know, very chill. Come on in, and then we just parlay because they can like your energy, their energy can affect the crystals' energy, right? E- yes, but I would say more so um, when you bring in chaos, when you bring in drama, when you bring in. Um, all of the low vibrational energies, the crystals can store it, not necessarily affect, but can store that energy. And then when someone else gets that crystal, they may feel that stored energy. Um, So it's a little bit different than affect. It doesn't really affect their energy. It just kind of stores the energy. Like I'm a Mm -hmm. So you said, you mentioned tectites. Oh God. (laughs) <laughs> you already know let's get into it <laughs> let's get into it <laughs> let's get into it to me. talk to me okay so i'm gonna say the big the big thing probably on everybody's mind tell me about moldavite what's okay. up with moldavite da 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 95 of the moldavite that a lot of people got during the moldavite craze is glass it's fake Real Moldavite is so hard to find. I even was like, okay, let me, let me, let me, let me go and get a little bit of Moldavite. I got glass my dang old self. So (laughs) it is so hard to find real authentic Moldavite that I just tell everybody, don't even try. It's not even worth it. Now there are other tech types out there and for those who don't know, a tektite is basically, um, some people call them fallen angels. Other people call them meteorites. So basically what it is, it's a meteor from outer space has hit Earth's core or Earth's surface. And it heats up into like a molten type of glass setup. And that, um, that creation of the molten rock mixed with the the asteroid or whatever it is, fallen angel, whatever you feel comfortable calling it, um, creates your tectites. So it's a lot of like energy, fire. It's a lot of um, space energy in it. It's very magical. I love it. It's intense, (laughs) but it's also not for everybody. And for me, a tectite, I would never recommend a tech type for someone who is just starting 
I'm an experienced crystal person and I don't even fuck with tech ties like that. <laughs> like I <laughs> I think I I agree with you with that. Like I I I'd like to call myself uh you know experienced or you know seasoned when it comes to tarot and spirituality and even the craft, but like I still don't think I am at the point where I need to use a tech type for my healing or if I would be ready to harness or use or even program to to say a tech type so i i think they're very very i like to call them fallen angels oh that's that's my that i like to call them fallen angels like i don't know what else calls them Mm. (laughs) but fallen angels i prefer to call them fallen angels because like you said it has the energy of space that galactic energy that's the word i was looking for i was like it's a word (laughs) i don't know what the word is (laughs) But they have that galactic energy and where I'm at in my journey, yes. I, I'm, I'm good. I'll just work with some other uh, crystals, some other stones um, to get me where I'm at. But even me, myself, like uh, a tech tight, I don't believe I am ready for it. But that does not mean that y'all ain't just because I'm not just because I want to work right. with them or won't work or you know isn't in that energy to work with them if you go off sis like get you a tech time <laughs> but get you one no it's not, not good for me. there I'm- are other like really great crystals out there that still bring that same energy that i feel like a lot of people sleep on oh so i mean yes well speaking of other crystals um a lot of people had questions on. Well, I want to. I want to do the do nots before the do's when we talk okay. about questions. Um, I got a whole list of different crystal combinations um, that people want to know or they want to hear about. But what are some crystals that you do not believe match well together, or we shouldn't be putting them together? Um, without setting like certain intentions or however you want to interpret that? I think a lot of the um, crown chakra crystals, so your clear quartz, your selenites, I feel like people are not using those to their full capacity. However, you don't want to pair too many head crystals with other head crystals because then you're in the clouds and you're not grounded so I think the biggest thing for me when you're pairing your crystals you have to look at the total body you can't just look at I want to work on my intuition okay you want to work on your intuition what about your intuition are you trying to work on oh I mean I just want to I just want to be able to communicate with spirit okay there has to be a level of groundedness to do that you can't just be about here rocking with all these head crystals and not have a level of groundedness and connectedness to the earth because that's where we are we're in this dimension and you have to stay grounded in this dimension otherwise you're going to be too far gone to even even be able to comprehend the real message that is being delivered to you So I think when it comes to crystal combinations, it's best if you're looking at the totality of what you're trying to do and really think about what your intention is. So if your intention is prosperity, and we've talked about this before 
or abundance. We've talked about this one before. What kind of abundance, right? Are you wanting abundance of money? Are you wanting an abundance of love? Are you wanting what kind of abundance? Because that that determines the combination that I tell you. So you could do like a carnelian and a rose quartz. Carnelian and rose quartz, right there, you're going to get an abundance of creativity, but also love. And love is a form of creativity in and of itself. So then you're getting a double whammy of both of them. And you're going to be like, bam, I feel real good. Um, in regards to what you should not do, I don't know if I'm, am I jumping ahead? Please let me know if I'm not jumping ahead. No, jump, jump. <laughs> I'm like, what no. Um, What I would not do, again, is being stuck in one chakra. And all crystals are associated with a chakra. So you can be too grounded. You can be too heavy, too bottom heavy. And then you're, you're just kind of like stuck, stuck and you're like lethargic and kind of like in, you know, the, that slow motion, like you're in quicksand or something. So I would say like, don't be pairing a tiger's eye with another tiger's eye or a red tiger's eye. Why? What you need all that tiger's eye for? What you trying to do with all that? What you trying to do with all that? Or if <laughs> a lot of people rock with like an obsidian, but then rock obsidian with like a tourmaline. Why are you doing all of that? You don't need that double whammy. Pick one. My, I think for beginners, um, and this is also my go-to combination, and you can attest to this because I often buy them together. Mm-hmm. But my combination, go-to combination, beginner combination is amethyst, obsidian, and clear quartz. Tell me, that's Boom. what I tell everybody, but tell me, tell me if I'm guiding these people right. That's right. That's that's right. Because like your amethyst is broad spectrum. Your amethyst is gonna hit a lot of different qualities. I freaking love an amethyst. I've been rocking heavy with amethyst. Um and amethyst is all about like protection, your courage, your discipline, um, new ideas, harmony, love. Like this is all this stuff for your amethyst. And then you're hitting it with that groundedness of the um you said obsidian yes and and a lot of new people into their spiritual journey craft whatever we have a lot of things or trauma and toxins that we need to be pulled out of us and that obsidian is one of those crystals that will help to just suck all that out and i think that's a really great stone and you got your your clear quartz i mean if you don't have a clear quartz in your collection, then you're not doing something right. And <laughs> something right. Like I, I, I love that combination. And when I first, I've always had amethyst. Clear quartz is an amplifier. It's going to amplify. Really intensify it, but it's also well. So I say that's a that's a that's a dope combination. I would I personally would throw like a carnelian in there. It kind of skipped out a little bit, and um, I hope when we play it back, it doesn't do that, because I hope they get to hear that. Oh, um, I hope so, too. <laughs> um, I've always, um, what I was saying when I was skipping out is I have always worn amethyst before I was on my journey, before anything, because for one, purple is my favorite color. I'm a purple person. Mm-hmm. For two, it's my birthstone. And for three, my mother loves amethyst. So no matter what, I would always get amethyst for 
Christmas, my birthday, the amethyst ring that I wear that everybody always compliments. Um, my mother got that for me a long time ago. Like when my fingers were smaller and I used to wear it on my index finger, but now it fits on my ring finger. So like I've had it for a while. So like amethyst has always been a part of my life. Um, without even knowing it and then when I started getting on my journey when I went and bought my first ever like batch of crystals I don't know why but like the purple black and clear just stood out to me and mm -hmm. um, it, when we do things intuitively like that it allows us it allows us to be in alignment with where we're going and when I did that without doing any research and then I started researching and being like damn like I was meant to put these three together. So whenever, and my shout out, shout out to Willie, shout out to Melissa. Whenever I go to the crystal shops, they're always like, oh God, here we go. Yeah. I'll go and get tumbled and I'll find like a piece of clear quartz or obsidian or amethyst, like singularly. And I'll be like, oh my God, I need this. I need this tumbled mm -hmm. stone this piece and then I'm like well let me go get some clear quartz that I'm sitting too <laughs> and they're like girl you were coming here for one crystal and I was like well like yeah. I'm, I'm just here yeah um other combinations that people wanted to know about were um do you want them you want them as a list or you want them like one at a time give me them one at a time and I can tell you what I get from them okay best combination for focusing Oh, this is me giving you the, the combinations. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to tell. I thought this was a true or false. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Combinations. <laughs> um, for focus, my um, favorite combination. Uh, actually, it's just one crystal, really. is sardonyx. It's heavily slept on. It's a great study stone. It's a great stone when you're going up for interviews. It's a great stone if you're needing to like, like ingest some sort of like information. I say a sardonyx. You really want to set that shit off. Pair it with a clear quartz. Um, best for fertility. Ugh. I get the fertility question a lot. Um, fertility. Ooh. Okay, so Spirit is telling me to say this, and I'm going to say it because I'm being guided to. You have to figure out what what's going on with your fertility. If you're having issues with it, like really make sure you kind of dive into the why. Okay. Right. I can. I can. The um, the crystal for um, fertility is all about how you view yourself and your worthiness of self which directly affects, I feel like, and what I'm getting as well is your, your fertility. So I would say when it comes to fertility, I definitely would say this is your sacral chakra. So your, um, I'm getting like an orange calcite. Mm. Orange calcite, pair that with a little bit of pyrite. Just a little bit of pyrite. That's Not a whole lot. Stone. <laughs> huh <laughs> that orange calcium that's my stone a little bit of that oh. i would do a little bit of that orange calcite and a little when i say a little bit i mean a little bit of pyrite do not go out and buy the biggest piece of pyrite you can find just buy you a little piece of pyrite 
I feel like that will definitely, and a rose quartz. Let me tell you about this orange calcite, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stumbled upon it myself. Mm-hmm. You got a sneaky link. You got a dick appointment. <laughs> Set you right. Thank you some orange calcite. I'm a Raju like a rodeo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled Don't have on, me out here. Like, oh, up. like, let me get this. Like, interesting. Yes, yes. Thank me later. Thank me later. <laughs> Absolutely. So I would do a combination, like those three together. So, orange calcite, pyrite, and a rose quartz. That's what I would say because that's a lot of the self love. It's 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 all about the love. Perfect. And then, um, also a kids pack. Oh, like a baby pack. Yeah, like a pack for kids or, um, you know, you want to give your kids some crystals. Like, what is a good pack or good crystals for them? Okay, I would say definitely an amethyst. I would say a lapis lazuli. Mm. Um, and a fluorite. Those are the three I would give to a kid. Lapis lazuli, because that's that confidence. And you want to you want to raise a very confident, very um, grounded, very like you know secure child. That lapis lazuli is going to get it there. You know what I mean? Um, amethyst. We already talked about amethyst. That's just going to hit on a lot of different things. And then um, what was the last one I said? I lost it that fast. You said lapis amethyst. Did I say three or did I just fluorite? Fluorite. Yeah, I was about to say you did say another one. I was like, geez, it just it just disappeared. Fluorite is a really great school stone as well. So this one's actually really great for um, education retention and being able to have the discipline and the groundedness needed to, to go forth with studies. So I would definitely say those two for um, a kid. Oh. So when we talk about combinations and things like that, um, mm-hmm. another thing, because I get I get a little bit frustrated when we talk about yin and yang stones, sun and moon stones, um, and when we talk about cleansing them, it's like when people mm. are like, oh, let me go put this sunstone in the full moon to cleanse it. And I'm like, bitch, the name sun is literally in the name. Like... Tell us, tell, tell us what stones we should be cleansing when, where, why, how. I hate this question. (laughs) With your own intention. And I say this often, I'm like, I don't cleanse my stones all of the time because they don't need it because Mm -hmm. not harness it. I programmed them. I programmed this specific stone for that reason. So if I'm not absorbing all of that energy and just letting it um, cause ruckus and just give me all of its energy undirected, it's like, of course, you're going to need to charge that all of the time because you're just absorbing all of its energy without programming it. Mm-hmm. But when it when it comes to cleansing, best ways, when, where, high, how, why? Okay. So this is... Um... This is a, I actually don't like this question. I'm just going to put that out there. And the reason, 
the reason why I don't like it is because I feel like the the world of social media has created this whole concept of you got to do this on this day on this time at this point and da 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 like a whole like system and it take completely takes your intuition out of it. So, um, I'm like you, honestly. I don't cleanse my crystals like that. I don't set them out on the every full moon. I don't. I just, there is no need for me to do that because to your point, I program them, you know, with what I need them to do and, you know, going through. But if there are people out there that need the list of things to do and, you know, what to do with cleansing the crystal, the best way to cleanse your crystal is with smoke. That is the absolute best way to cleanse your crystals is through smoke, whether it be via or fire, whether it be through candle or sage or palo santo or incense whatever you're drawn to cleanse or use as a smoke agent or air agent i would highly recommend that not every crystal can be out in the sun so yes you can charge and program your crystals in sun a lot of people are more so consumed with the moon which is fine the moon is going to give you a lot of feminine energy but when you're thinking about like if you're thinking about goals and like um wanting to like go hard in the pain and you're wanting to like really like tackle something you need the energy from the sun you need that masculine energy and the masculine energy is the sun not every crystal can go out in the sun your amethyst cannot go out in the sun your citrines cannot go out in the sun um there's some other ones that are a little bit uh, i want to say softer that cannot go out in the sun i can't think of them at this very moment cannot go out in the sun you can also cleanse your crystal via water now it's not my favorite way. And I'm a Pisces, you know? I love water. I'm, I'm totally down for the water. But not every crystal can go in your water. Your selenites cannot go in the water. Your softer crystals cannot go in water. Um, and those are some of the ways that I do it. The other thing is, um, and I'm, I don't know why I'm, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it, moon water. Moon water, a lot of people like to put crystals inside of their moon water. Do not do that, please. Please stop putting your crystals directly inside of your water. That is toxic. Mm. Crystals can be toxic. They can have toxic properties like asbestos in them. So please stop putting them inside of your water and drinking that water directly. You can charge your water with the crystal energy indirectly, and that's the best way to do it. So I just wanted to put that out there because I felt guided to. But um, that's my take on cleansing the crystals. Once you, in, once you have your intentions with them, you really shouldn't have to be cleaning them every week or every two days after use. I also, um, especially the amethyst, it's also in my profile picture and I put it on my head this is when I programmed it for more of like um, a head clarity um I also like you were saying like you don't bring everybody into your studio because the the your crystal can harness that energy right I also don't cleanse my crystals all the time because they're part of my journey like they like this crystal that I use on my head this amethyst like I don't cleanse it all the time because I feel like it needs to remember how far we've come but also to like 
help remind me, okay, well, that's what happened last time, or this is how we got through that meditation. This is what we've come up with. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's a part of me. I'm holding it and looking at it and like (laughs) with big eyes right now, it's like, it is also going through this journey with me. Why am I going to keep wiping it and cleaning Mm -hmm. it? and the energy that it has of me when we're supposed to be doing this together like you are assisting me do this so like that's also kind of my take when it comes to cleansing it's like if I have this obsidian that I'm really trying to ground like I'm not going to keep cleansing it because how is it going to help ground me when it keeps forgetting where yeah our last grounding session or our last connection that we had when it came to us grounding yes that's exactly i feel exactly exactly it's like it's like um in independence day you remember when they used to walk around with the little flashy light thingy and they used to like white people's memories clean every day like every time they did something yeah that was extraordinary like that's exactly what that is so you don't I mean I I don't I can't even tell you the last time I put my crystals out to be charged in a full moon it's not something that I'm being drawn to do at this point in in my journey because I want to keep the energy that my crystals have at this present moment I want to keep that energy and I want to expound on that energy so yes just um I've been traveling a lot and like Mm -hmm. my crystals were good but this full moon and it was a gemini full moon what up y'all um what up, what up? this full moon like some of them were like please put me out <laughs> like please like yeah help me and i was like all right i got you but i i don't charge i don't charge and i don't work with every moon like no oh no i okay so this is also something i have because sometimes like sometimes so, like my amethyst like I some of my amethyst will be like yo put me in the sun real quick and I'm like you ain't supposed to be out in the sun bro they're like no 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 put me in the sun really quick like when Mm -hmm. we're feeling drawn to do that even though it may not necessarily be quote-unquote good for the stone like how do you feel about that obviously like we tell you guys to trust your intuition go with your intuition but is there um, something in the crystal makeup where it does like need a, a piece of sunlight or like a piece of moonlight? Yeah, I mean, cause it's all energy. So when you look at the world as energy, it's all energy. And so when I say don't put your, your amethyst out in the sun, that's only because I want your amethyst to stay purple. Now, if you're one of those people who don't care whether it's bright purple dark purple or anything like that have at it put it out in the sun you know because that it the sun is basically going to bleach your amethyst and it's going to look like a citrine um and that's that that's why i say don't put your amethyst out in the sun but if you're being guided to put your amethyst out in the sun it takes a while for that process to happen so if you put your amethyst out for five minutes in the sun i can guarantee you when you bring your amethyst back in the building it's in your house it's not going to be a citrine it's going to still be an amethyst (laughs) it'll still be amethyst it'll still be amethyst a lot of people don't know that um Citrine and amethyst are like sisters. They're like, like sisters. They don't know that um citrine is just heated up amethyst. The fake stuff is yes. 
The fake stuff, yes. The fake <laughs> of amethyst. Yes. How yes. do you that that segue segue perfect? See, we're seamless out here. How do you tell? <laughs> how do you um? How can you tell? Or like, what are some red flags when it comes? to crystals crystal purchasing Mm -hmm. like what are red flags for you as like um how would you like a wholesale buyer right Mm -hmm. like as a dealer like how do you um how do you notice the red flags or no-nos but then also as somebody that is buying it for their personal collection like me like how would I recognize no-nos or red flags when it comes to purchasing crystals yeah, so we'll just talk about um, amethyst for a second. Um, you know how amethyst comes in its cluster and it has the many points on it? Mm-hmm. And then it has all the many points on it and it's like a really pretty purple color. When I'm looking at a citrine, if I can envision that being an amethyst, However deep that citrine is, is how deep that amethyst was. Citrine is not a deep colored stone. Citrine is going to be like a healthy pea color to white or like to clear. So it could be confused with clear quartz. That's going to be your citrine coloring. Anything darker than that, I side eye. I'd be like, "Uh." you're sus, bro. Mm, even like a nope I don't I don't want to say honey because a honey color that's too dark honey is too dark so I would just say like a really healthy like pea color and lighter is a really good citrine an authentic citrine anything darker than that you'll for me I kind of know like I just be like they're trying to pass that off I'm not I'm not buying with yourself (laughs) Like, but I- yeah, um, the rainbows also will kind of give you a hint. Yes, there are amethyst rain. There are rainbows in amethyst, oh, but yeah. but it's it's different when it's in a in a citrine because citrine will look like a clear quartz. Um, people will pass off glass as a clear quartz to you. Um, your quartz should have a little bit of fuzz to them, like a little bit of imperfection. Um, to them anything like a crystal ball clear crystal balls are for the most part glass I did not know that yeah it's too perfect there should be some sort of some sort of little imperfection in there and you'll see it when you see the imperfection you'll kind of know like okay this is this is authentic but yeah I actually went to a crystal store not too long ago and they had a crystal ball and picked it up and immediately I was like "Ooh, that's glass (laughs) (laughs) I I say that often. It's like I look for the imperfections. Yeah. Like, and if you see the imperfection, it's a go for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not a perfect sphere or it's not like there are cracks in that core, it's like, oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. I I'm looking for the imperfections or the rainbows yeah. or the inclusions. Yeah. Ooh. What 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 is besides citrine, clear quartz, moldavite? What is another commonly faked or crystal that we, we should be aware of for like red flag? Malasite. Okay, that's another one. Um, 
that is heavily like um, created, lab created to replicate authentic malocytes. So the bandings, you want to look at the bandings on your malocyte. The banding should look like swirls or bubbles because uh, that stone is very bubbly. But if they're like perfectly round around it, you probably got a fake. I it's funny because I've actually purchased a fake one and like years later I was like and I got a real one I you can I could just tell the difference I was like yo this is actually fake here and I was like wow this whole time I'm like like oh yeah look at my mouth sign and it's totally fake but something that excuse my chair y'all Something that I say often is like, will we know if it's real or not 100% unless we are trained? Absolutely not. Do trained people sometimes even miscall a crystal as real versus fake? Yeah. Absolutely. But I always say like, listen to your intuition. Maybe you needed that piece of glass to help you. Maybe you needed to pour yourself, uh, your energy into something that a that it wasn't so it can't be dispelled or projected or put into anything else like maybe mm-hmm. that's what you needed at that time I am, yeah absolutely ever don't forget like when we're pouring our energy into something like it will hold that energy so i say like when you find out or you realize that it's fake like reground that like oh shit this was a piece of glass let me go ground this so like all of that energy I poured into it, like they can have it back. Yep. It's kind of, for me, it's kind of the same thing like with teddy bears. A lot of people, we could have a whole ass conversation about this, but a lot of people are like, you know, when we put a lot of energy into objects, it harnesses its own, its own energy. It could even quote unquote become real. And I've had a bear since, um, her name's Ava. I love her. She goes everywhere with me. And um, I know that like people can feel her energy. Like even like when I take her on trips, they're like, is there somebody else in here? And I'm like, no, just my bear. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I feel that. So and she had a while ago, a few years ago, she had an accident and um, my friend's dog got a hold of her. And then I put her with Amethyst and I put her under the full moon and she's been a bad bitch ever since then. <laughs> I love that. But um, when we pour our energies into objects, um, whether it's real or not, sometimes like we, it, it's the need of release that has to take place. Yeah. And I also think of it like, well, if you did have that real crystal that you were pouring your energy into, like how would it have differently affected or reflected that energy true it's like mm, you know it happened definitely for a reason like sucks to suck that you were carrying around glass right but, you know it was it was great for you and your healing process you needed you needed it to heal yeah absolutely so yeah big facts so this is something that I'm starting to look into and somebody also mentioned it, but when we talk about like shells and wood and like petrified woods and things of that, like how do you feel about those? Um, And some people often like, are like, Oh, like they're crystals. And I'm like, but are they, are they, they're wood. They're pet. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, are they? (laughs) They're crystallized. So we're just looking, a crystal is just a crystalline um, properties within the structure. And that's what we're looking for. So to, to be able to label something a crystal is that crystalline properties, whether it be some sort of geometri- geometrical shape, that's what defines a crystal as a crystal. And so, and, and, and I could be totally wrong with this in regards to like fossils and stuff like that, but I feel like a fossil is, or um, for instance, I'll give you an example, amber. Amber is fossilized tree sap oh and a lot of people do yeah do not know that and a lot of times amber is used as a crystal because it still has the crystalline properties that will qualify it as a crystal to a degree um, because it's been it's been fossilized so I believe it. I believe that, you know, everything, everything has energy and energy for healing. So um, I personally have fossils. I have um, fish fossils. I'm just that kid, though. <laughs> <laughs> I have amber, you know, about amber. So it's ba- it's basically it, it comes like with the makeup, I guess, like yeah. what it goes through it to transform or transition it. Into, okay i got it. i'll uh, y'all can have that one because i was like but it's wood though and they're like no it's a crystal and i'm like but it's wood <laughs> it's fossilized yes it's preserved heavily preserved to preserve something you need a high salt content for the most part if you're thinking about food or something that's like a wood or something salt salt creates crystals okay how what how do you store your crystals how should we be storing our crystals um me personally they're everywhere my house there's crystals everywhere yeah they're everywhere and like yeah so okay so um my crystals I have a couple of different types of stuff going on in my in my humble abode um, I have a ton of plants in my house. I'm, I love plants. And so, and I love the energy that plants give off. So I put crystals inside of my plants. So that's the way that I house a lot of my like bigger pieces of crystals are within the soil of my plants. It keeps them grounded. It keeps the plant grounded. It kind of helps with the whole cycle of energy. The, the, the crystal get the grounded energy from the plants and the plants gets the energy from the crystals as well. So I have a lot of in my, in my soil of my plants in my house. Um, when I started my journey, I had my crystals inside of a plastic box Ooh. and they had like little drawers and labels and all of that in there. And then one day I was messing with my crystals and they were like, if you don't get us the fuck out of this box, <laughs> we're going to go ape shit on you. <laughs> so I was like, oh. So then um, I took every crystal out of the box that I had them, the plastic box that I had them in. I bought this really nice, like, um, flat tray situation that they live in now to this day. Has a little bit of a cushion on the bottom of it, has four walls, and I put my crystals in there, and they're just out in the open. The thing about crystals is they don't like to be put in a box, like a, like a box with a lid. Um, they want to be able to like be out in the open. And so I keep them out in the open. So there's no lid on it. It's just a flat box, like a tray 
with my crystals on it that have fabric on it. Some people like the storm with salt. I don't do all of that. Yeah, I I think that's I was in a similar boat with my crystals. I would like them in a like plastic like little jar or like little tin, and they were like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Mm-hmm. And you know, Amazon. I'm addicted, but you know, I'm going to rehab. Um, Man, went and got the trays that they have like at your crystal store, and now mm-hmm. they like my tumbled will sit on that the amount of tumbled stones that I go through because like I'll just take some with me and I'll see somebody and I'm like here you need this and they'll be like oh my god I do and I'm like yeah <laughs> oh my god but I um I've started to get larger pieces mm-hmm. and oh, they're everywhere they're in my bathroom mm-hmm. um, I had to take one of them out of my bathroom because I was like oh like they don't need this steam on them but they're in my living room bathroom kitchen everywhere everywhere um, everywhere Selenite is at the top, uh, is at the doorways of my house. Like, they're everywhere. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. See, I heard about the selenite above the door, which I think is, is a great idea. I actually opted for black tourmaline above my door. Ooh. That's what I personally have, do above my door um, is black tourmaline because I don't want you bringing none of your shit inside my house. <laughs> <laughs> I... I put the I put the selenite because I'm like, all right, you can come in, you can cause a little bit of ruckus because you know I'm protected and highly favored. I got friends on the other side, yeah. Um, but just know when you leave, they're also gonna be leaving with you, and they're gonna get your ass right. So when you come back again and you try to fuck with me or fuck with my energy, like you're gonna think twice. Yeah. So that's why I <laughs> I use selenite because you know I have a little evil not evil streak but like you know she stole Christmas the Jim Carrey version is my favorite Christmas oh my God, movie mine too. because like it's so like I evil laugh at that movie so much so if that tells you nothing then like you know <laughs> my like, my philosophy yeah. is you don't even get the opportunity to to wreck nothing in my house. <laughs> opportunity is gone yeah i feel you like i feel that but yes i also i don't know for me it's like all right here you go like your ass is showing but you won't come in here and show your ass again i wish you the best but i've also known people do combos like they'll combo the black up the black tourmaline with the selenite oh maybe i'll do that maybe i'll get a combo yeah like you can combo it girl um so a few well do you have any questions for me because i have like a few wrap-up questions for you Um, i do actually i have one question for you because you know i'm a fan of yours so (laughs) (laughs) yes ask away and so like and you can you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to but at the end of all of your podcasts, because you know I've listened to all of them so far, Damn. you say, and no, I don't sell owls. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so stop asking. So stop asking me. I need to know the owl story. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know there is a story in the owl. Oh my goodness. It it really, really stuck with me. And um, before I had my whole exit thing together and it came to me, 
Like it used to just be, okay, bye guys. I'll see you later. And I do not sell owls. So before the whole, you know, hoes will be hoes, bitches will be bitches. It was just, I do not sell owls. Stop asking. When I first started streaming and before it was like, even before I hit 10 K there was, uh, you know, trolls will be trolls, but I didn't know that there was actual people like internet trolls that would just go and fuck with you to like throw you off because I was new to it. Yeah. And um, this guy came in and was like, oh my God, you're a witch. Can I buy an owl? And I was like, I don't sell owls. And he was like, are you sure? Like somebody told me I could come here and get Hedgewig. Like you have different versions of owls. And I was like, I, I, I don't sell owls, but I guess like at that time, because you know, TikTok and its trends, everybody was like, look at my pet owl. So I went from like having 10 people in that room and then we started talking about owls and I'm trying to convince these people that I don't sell owls. I went from like 10 people in that live stream to like 800 people. And they're like, oh my God, you sell owls. Like what breeds do you have? How fast can I get them? What do I feed them? And I'm like, y'all, I do not sell owls. <laughs> I don't. And then for like weeks, weeks, weeks. And like that, that's, I remember like after that session, that kind of what led me to heading my 10k um for my first 10,000 followers like that's what led me because I was like I was probably at like 3,000 or 4,000 followers and like after that whole thing with the owls went down like I went from 3,000 to like 5,000 then to 10,000 like it literally happened in like a matter of like a few weeks because like those first few are super hard to get but once you get them like you're gone and that was something that every time I would go live, they'd be like, hey, my friend sent me here. And like, these are legitimate people asking to buy literal owls. <laughs> like DM after DM, like, hey, this is my budget. What breeds do you have? And I'm like, yo, I do not fucking sell owls. So that was that, hilarious. That was the original. That was the original ending. I would just be like, "All right, y'all." And just so you know, I don't sell owls because I was just saying that because like I had to end it like that at the beginning. I would begin it. Hey, I'm here just to give y'all a message. I don't sell owls. Like it was a whole thing for like two weeks where I had to constantly tell people that I do not sell owls. So oh my that, god, that is where that <laughs> and um people that were like there and saw it like unfold and they're like they know the story behind why I say I don't sell owls they're just like damn like we've come a long way and I'm like we really have <laughs> we really really have I love that so and I do that. <laughs> I do have one more question for you yes so uh, actually it may be two questions I want to know like your first experience with a crystal outside of amethyst because i know you've kind of grown up with amethyst what is like um what is an experience that you remember with a crystal what was the crystal and what was the experience the crystal was carnelian and mm. obviously that, that boisterous bugger <laughs> what that boisterous bugger <laughs> It was, and it was before the carnelian craze, obviously, like I've been into my crystal journey for years now, um, but it was carnelian and I was feeling, I was feeling down, like shit wasn't going right. 
Um, I just like lost my job, lost, like I got a notice for eviction, got a mm. notice for repossession. And I was like, fucking shit, bitch, got dog. And I was like, let me just take this damn carnelian. Like, you know, they say, they say, I don't know who they is, but like, I believe in it. Like nothing, like it can only get better from here. And it really changed my outlook on that day. It changed my perception. It gave me the confidence to know that it was okay to fall, that it was okay to have what so I thought was destructive um, destructive things happen in my life or situations. But it was um, it was the first stone that gave me the confidence to know that me falling was okay. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people that they're like, that's like crazy. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, you know, when people talk about Carnelian, they talk about like, you know, it being making you confident and making you strong and feeling sexy and attracting people to you. And I'm like, but it did, it did make me feel confident. It did make me feel strong because it helps me realize that it's okay. Like this, like, it's okay. It gave me the courage to say and to feel fine with falling. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And Last- it was, like, it, it was like, I didn't, I just recently started, I think you were probably like the second time that I bought like a larger crystal, but now, you know, like I'm, I'm about the big, like I'm about the large, the large and in charge. Yeah. But, um, it was a little tiny, it was tiny. It wasn't bigger than a dime. It was tiny. And, um, I stepped back and I was like, what made me change? Like, cause it was, it came out of nowhere. I was so worried about everything. And I was like, what changed? Like, what did I do different? I didn't do anything different today. And then I was like, actually I did. I picked up this carnelian and I let it help me heal. I let it help me grow. Love it. Like, damn, I need more. I love that because carnelian is that carnelian was one of the first stones that I actually heard like talking to me. It sounds crazy, but like uh, that's why I was like that talkative bugger. Carnelian is very talkative. It's very spunky. It's very like, hi, in your face. Hi, but very happy. Go lucky. It's very chill. And I love that. And I, I love that. Say it. I used to be like carnelian or something. Like I would call Car-lily. it. I would call it. I don't know what the hell I used to call it. But now I know it is carnelian. <laughs> but yeah, okay. carnelian's a great stone. I also like whatever stone is trending. And I know that like all of us are in some way, some shape, some form, we're all aligned. And I know that like energetically speaking, I know that. But I also like tend to stay away from crystals that are trending because um, yes. to me, it gives it the wrong energy as an entire collective yes for anybody that's harnessing or holding that crystal it's like okay if the vibrations of carnelian are at this point oh it's two 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 if the vibrations of carnelian are 
here in this moment as a collective, that's not what I'm seeking. And I don't want my carnelian to get lost or stuck in the vibrations that the entire collective is setting for it. So um, any like crystal that is trending or anything like that, I tend to stay away from it. Facts. Like, and I tell everybody this, I'm like, y'all don't know like when the moldavite craze was going on i was like y'all really don't need moldavite you just need some rose quartz and some amethyst damn that's it and a little bit of malachite that's it like y'all go off go and buy that go and buy that (laughs) like go off love that okay so my last question for you and then we can go finish off um when you finally joined my live how did you feel Um, and what would you say is like the vibes of my lives? After the first time I, um, joined your live the first time I was like, oh, this is cool. I was like, damn, I like her voice. Cause you sound just like my cousin, um, my cousin Dawn, you sound like her. Um, and I was like, oh, her voice is so soothing. And it it was, um, a familiar voice to me and I didn't put two and two together until like I got off the phone with Dawn. And I was like, oh, damn, like, she's, like, Marley and Dawn sound the same. But um, it's a very clearing and healing energy. It's just, like, it's very pure. It's even to the point where my aunt's like, hey, is uh, Marley on live? And I'm like, girl, she doesn't go live every day. Like, you can't be my crystals <laughs> every day. Maybe um, I should but- go live every day. <laughs> <laughs> you better not, because I got bills to pay. I cannot... <laughs> I cannot have you going like every day. <laughs> um, but it's a very healing energy. It's a very informative space and it's a safe space. And mm-hmm. it's it's like it's it's a it's my novella. It's like heaven. It's a haven in heaven. And, um you actually um there's a few things I want to talk about your life. Okay. There's a few things. Um First, um, thank you for showing me Tony Jones, changed my life. Her, like, also her music, like, y'all think my shuffle Nancy's on point? Nah. Um, <laughs> but um, thank you for that. Um, energy, quality, packaging, shipping, all of it. Like, I, you're amazing. And I love supporting you because you support me without even knowing like in my healing journey. Um, One thing that frustrates the fuck out of me, and I didn't feel it until I tried to do what you were doing. (laughs) You already know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I do. But the one thing that I hate is that you're not going to get what you see on her live streams. You're going to get better. Better. (laughs) You're going to get better. And I didn't understand her frustration until I don't, I can never remember the name of this crystal. You know which one I'm talking about? The white and the black one? The sphalerite. The sphalerite. And I didn't understand her frustration because when I saw it on camera, I was like, damn, that's mine. I saw it like in the corner flickering. I was like, that's mine. And she's like, no, like it, they, they don't look like this. Like it looks so much better. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the only thing that frustrates me. And there's nothing that you can do. I feel like it's not a quality of camera that you can change. It's not anything. It's just, it is simply 
you cannot catch the gloriousness of her stones yeah with the camera and I got so angry and I was like I know exactly now how Marley feels when she says this on the damn live stream because I was Mm -hmm. trying to show them my crystal and I was like it doesn't look like this yeah it looks so much better it does not look like this how can I move it to make it so you see it how I see it and like I was getting so frustrated and I was like this is how Marley feels and I was Mm -hmm. like you know what it's not for them to see it's for me and that's my only frustrations with Crystal Pisces studio but it's a (laughs) frustration to have it's a great frustration you get something better than what I'm able to show you because the, the camera just cannot capture the essence of what I'm showing you it can't and like I said I don't think any quality of camera could capture it it's like one of those like you know when you see the moon and then you try to take a picture of the moon you you ain't never gonna catch it (laughs) exactly that's exactly what it's like that's exactly what it's like like that's my only complaint (laughs) (laughs) only complaint got you got you that's why it's it's real important that for me, at least, when I opened up Crystal Pisces, is that you felt like you could trust me. And when I say to you, this is what it looks like, and I promise you it's this, that that's a level of trust. And that's something that speaks volumes. And I love to hear that, you know, that you trust me um, when it comes to your crystals. And I even put that when I'm like handwriting cards to my clients, like, thank you for trusting me with your purchase, because your crystal journey is such a personal journey. And it does take a level of trust, especially when you're buying from someone who's not in your state. You know what I mean? Um, so I appreciate you and thank you so much for trusting me uh, with your crystals and this very delicate healing process that um, you're kind of going through. So thank you. Yes. And that was the first time that I truly understood your frustrations. Mm-hmm. And um before like I was like oh yeah like these do look better than what she sent like even when I got the amethyst cluster I was like yeah they do look better like maybe it was just her lighting or something and I was like yeah 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 like it so it doesn't matter like I know I'm gonna get good but I did not feel (laughs) and understand your true frustration until I tried to show this saffirite sphalerite sphalerite on camera yeah like this is the frustration that marley goes through every time she goes live (laughs) and listen i have like five lights on in my studio i have three led lights plus a ring light and my overhead light on so i have lights and i even had like one of those work lamps you know those like construction work lamps i even try to do it with that and we want to just got too dang all hot in the studio but it, it doesn't matter. I can tweak the, the lighting as much as possible, but it still does not come uh, through. I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it ever will. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't think it's the, a matter of camera or a matter of production uh, when it comes to lighting or anything like that. Like it is just something that is it's like a, your eyes only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not in the area or if you're not in the capacity to hold or physically see it, you're not going to see the true awe of that crystal of that stone. Absolutely. But you're already in awe. So it's like, you don't get what you see. If you thought you saw some good shit and you fell in love, 
wait until you see it with your own eyes. Yes. And that's why I tell you guys, like, if something is calling for you, that is your crystal. Get it. Because it may not be here (laughs) next week when you want to come back and get it. Go ahead and get it. Because if you're seeing that now, and I, and we all, we all know that it's not the best quality per Instagram, per TikTok, whatever social media platform I'm on, like that crystal was meant for you. So that's your intuition. Go ahead and get it. Mm, yes. So my last question for you, yes. I'm yes. dumping my fellow healers with this question. Um, it's one of my shadow work prompts here recently that I've been working through. Well, I guess a light work prompt, not a shadow work prompt. But it's a two-parter. Okay. What does spirituality mean to you? And what does spirituality feel like to you? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That is a great question. Spirituality to me is not something that is cookie cutter spirituality to me is not something that I can go and read a book about spirituality it's it's me and when I in this okay so in this journey of learning what I what spirituality is and what I who I am as a woman I feel like spirituality is the thing that connects me to God to source whatever to the earth and for me spirituality is coming back to my purest essence of who I am before all of the world placed its bullshit on me and before the world decided that because I'm a woman, because I'm black, because I'm this, because I'm like all the labels and stuff on there. Spirituality, it's me getting back to the essence of who God has ordained me to be in this world. And it's not going to, not everybody's going to like it because it's not meant for everybody to understand it either. Um, So spirituality, I feel like the core of it, it's just getting back to the essence, which is love. Um, And when you fully understand the concept of love, I think you begin to unwrap what spirituality truly is and what it means. And that's not just love of self and love of like your partner or love of your kids or anything like that. It's love of everything between the plants, the trees, the sky, the beauty of the world. I mean, I feel like everything is a spiritual practice how you drink your tea in the morning, that's a spiritual practice. How you um, navigate through your day, that's a spiritual practice. So I just think it's, it's just how you navigate through the world and understanding your, your presence in it. That's your spiritual practice. Yes. I love that. I, I don't know where, when that question came to me. Well, I know when, about a, a few weeks ago. That is a deep question. <laughs> very deep and it's so it's uh it's always going to grow because we're always growing yeah and um it's something I think about when I wake up it's part of my affirmations now it's like what does that mean what does it feel like to me and it's not yes it may be in alignment with you said but it's also going to feel different 
Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. I, you have anything else for me? I don't. Oh, I want to thank you. Well, first, I want to thank the universe for bringing us together. Yes. And I would like to thank you so, so, so much. Like, uh, I'm fangirling a little bit. Me too. So much for coming on to Witch Bitch Tarot podcast. Of and um, it means the world to me. And I had a great time. If you guys have any other questions, please follow Crystal Pisces Studio on Instagram, TikTok. You guys can go to crystalpiscesstudio.com. I will link it in the show notes below. Check out the amazing crystals that Marley has to offer the world. Yes. Yes. amazing um do you want to do any shameless plugging before i tell us about our owls <laughs> um no no i just appreciate you for just being always an inspiration to me um whether you know it or not i always look at you and i'm like i got i, I got this i got this so you're definitely an inspiration to me and everything that you do, you motivate, you encourage me and you just keep me on this path without even doing anything. So I think we're like motivating each other, Lois with keys, but I just appreciate you abundantly. And I'm, I'm overjoyed to be uh, your guest on your fabulous show that I listen to every day. <laughs> um, and so I hope that, you know, we continue this. I love this. I had fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. Oh, thank you. Thank you. As you guys know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches or crystal sellers. And no, I do not sell owls. Neither of us sell owls. So stop asking.